Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is. Back and better than ever. We roll along. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. All of my reaction to yesterday in the NFL is on the way, and so is yours. Your hot takes coming up at the end of this, uh, towards the end of this hour. I should say at the, in, the, in the half hour here coming up, your hot takes on the phones. I'll tell you when to call out. I want you to sit on hold all day long. We'll also uh, get uh, a look ahead to tonight's Giants and Cowboys game in which Nuno and Bubba are going to have to have some sort of wager as their teams go head-to-head in a very important game to wrap up Week 3. I did tell you that I'm going to make a big announcement, and I will make it now, and I am extraordinarily excited about this. Um, Over the years, if you have been with me, you know that I have dabbled in a good deal of writing. I've written a couple of novels. I wrote, um, in addition to that, Stacey and I did a children's book, and I've, I've done a bunch of writing over the years. It's something I'm very passionate about. And what I've never really done is a true sports book. And something has happened that got me very interested. And it is ironic that today is the day we're announcing it. On this day in 1961, Roger Maris hit his 60th home run of a season, tying Babe Ruth's record. He would finish that season with 61. And now, 61 years later, Aaron Judge is at 60 and counting. What that tells us, among other things, is that numbers are the center of sports. Numbers are the way we judge sports more than anything else. And in fun ways, people who don't have any interest in doing math have been calculating hits, runs, and errors since what feels like the beginning of time. And it got us to thinking about who owns these numbers. Some of them are jersey numbers. Some of them are records. Joe DiMaggio, you immediately associate him with 56. Lawrence Taylor, you immediately associate him with 56. Who owns the number 56 in sports history? Feels like there are a lot of good questions to be asked about that. So, with the extraordinary assistance of my longtime right-hand man, Hembo, who did extraordinary research on all of these, we are thrilled to announce that we have signed to do a book called Got Your Number, The Greatest Sports Legends and the Numbers They Own. The book will be out in the spring. You can pre-order it. I posted a link on my Twitter page at ESPN Greeny. But very simply, we will write 100 essays and assign the number one through the number 100 to someone in sports history. In some cases, it's individuals. In some cases, it's teams. In one case, it might be a horse. But one way or another... It it has been a thrilling process, and one of the things that you will get to do over the course of the next few weeks and months, because this book is not done, is you will get to help us decide, or at least weigh in. Ultimately, these decisions are being made by me and exclusively by me, who owns these numbers. But you'll get to weigh in, and there are some fascinating ones. For example, what's one of our favorite ones that we have talked at length about? We've talked a lot about number four. Number four. Lou Gehrig wore number four. 
Bobby Orr won number four. Brett Favre wore number four. Who owns the number four in sports history? That's a decision we will make with painstaking research to back up our arguments. But as always, we'll want to hear from you. So today's not the day to do it. We've got to get into all the football, and that's what I'm going to do right now. But I just wanted to make you aware because we have finalized the deal to do it. The book is called Got Your Number, The Greatest Sports Legends and the Numbers They Own. Hembo has done an extraordinary job of all the research. I have written 100, or by the time this book comes out, I will have written 100 essays and assigned every number from 1 to 100 to a legend in sports history. Hembo, do you have anything you'd like to add? Just that. I grew up devouring every sports book that I could get my hands on. I was the kid who brought the baseball record book to class and put it on the inside of my textbook, and that's how I learned so much about this stuff. So I guess in some sense my hope is that there's some kid out there just kind of like me, and if there's any legacy that we can have, it's that someone comes up to us someday and says, I love sports because of this thing that you wrote, or I decided to work at ESPN because of this book that you guys did. So I guess that would be the lasting legacy I'd like. I'll be thinking about that kid as we do our research this fall. So the book won't be available until the spring because we still have to finish writing it. But a lot of it is done, and uh, we are thrilled. And I think it is – I'm excited about it because I've done a lot of books, but I've never done what I would describe as a real true sports book, and so this will be my first one. Again, you can uh, pre-order wherever books are sold. It is called Got Your Number. That's the easy way to find it. Uh, and if you need a link, uh, I have one on the top of my Twitter page. So we have that coming up. Bubba, have you already ordered your copy? Have you already pre-ordered your copy of Got Your Number? Yeah, I ordered uh, five of them last night. Uh, see, I don't believe that for one second. Had he said he ordered one, I wouldn't believe that. But I'd be more <laughs> inclined. I'd be more inclined to think there was at least a chance that was true. Now I know there's zero chance that it's true. Nuno, have you ordered your copy of it? <laughs> the link was broken. The link better not be broken. <laughs> if, if the link is broken, you tell me. If you're making a joke, it's not funny. <laughs> there are very few things I won't joke about, but one of them better not be the link is broken. Because uh, if so, we have a conversation to have with our publishers. So anyway, that's the story. The book is coming out. We couldn't be more thrilled. The link is up on uh, at ESPN Greeny. It better be working. And now let's move on to the next order of business, which is the KOD. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. Okay, I have a new philosophy in life. I have a new religion. I have a new belief. I have figured it out. And I have turned to the genius, George Costanza, for the answer. If you know anything about me, you know that my picks stink. We coined the phrase hashtag KOD on the old show, the year the Giants and Ravens played in the Super Bowl. And in the 10 postseason games leading up to the Super Bowl, I picked all of them against the spread and went 0 for 10. I defy you to do that on purpose. I did it out of sheer incompetence in picking. And Hembo recently sort of made me understand why. I am the public. I bet with my heart. I look at things, I say, well, I think that's going to happen. And that's how I bet. That's how I pick. And Hembo said, what you need to do is fade yourself. You need to pick against yourself. You need to pick the opposite. And it, of course, reminded me. Every decision I've ever made in my entire life has been wrong. (laughs) My life is the complete opposite of everything I want it to be. Every instinct I have in every aspect of life, be it something to wear, something to eat, it's often wrong. In my case, it's how I pick sports, how I make predictions. So Jerry gave me the answer. If every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. I offer for you the following proof. 
Friday, we made our picks on this show. I told you what I thought was going to happen in three different games. I told you I thought Buffalo was going to handle Miami somewhat easily. I told you I thought San Francisco was going to blow out Denver. And I told you, what was my third game again? What was the third one that we picked? Whatever it was I had. Oh, I told you that Tampa Bay was going to beat Green Bay at home. Those were what I thought on all three games. So I picked against all of them. I picked Green Bay. I picked Miami. And I picked Denver. I went 3-0. and We're doing this uh, the, the competition against the host, the other host on ESPN Radio. KJM went 0-3. <laughs> Barton Hahn went 1-2. Chris and Carlin went, went uh, Canty and Carlin went 0-3, 0-3, 0-3. three and 3-0 by doing the opposite. I've seen the light. It's genius. <laughs> Do you realize if you have been fading me for the last 20 years, you'd be a billionaire right now. Jeff Bezos isn't so rich because Amazon can deliver anything to your house. It's because he was a fan of ours 20 years ago and he figured out, I'm just going to bet against this schmuck every single week. I think if I had bet against myself on all 10 of those games and let it ride, let's just say I bet 100 bucks to start with and then just let it ride through that postseason, I think I would have won a million dollars. No doubt. I think I could have turned $100 into a million dollars in one NFL postseason just by picking against myself. Listen to this. Thursday, I realized this was right last Thursday. The Steelers were playing the Browns that night. I told you what I thought was going to happen. Listen to how wrong I was. I think the Steelers win tonight. Yeah, I do. I don't think the Browns are very good. I watched that offense play last week. I trust Mike Tomlin to figure out how to stop Nick Chubb. If you stop the Browns from running, they don't have anything on offense. Nothing. They didn't do any of those things. That's four things I had wrong in 11 seconds. I'm the reason Vegas is so successful. I'm the public. When they say fade the public, it's me. Fade me. I went the opposite, and I went 3-0. and It's freaking scary. <laughs> it's incredible how wrong I am about what's going to happen. I thought, ah, oh, Tampa will find a way to win. Eh, not so much. Buffalo, they're the best team. They'll prove it. To, eh, not so much. Denver can't even get a play called. Eh, Jimmy Garoppolo stepped out of the back of the end zone for crying out loud. <laughs> My picks are so bad that Jimmy Garoppolo Orlovskied himself on national television because I picked him. It's incredible how wrong I am. So, from now on, that's the strategy. You listen to the show on Fridays. I'm going to pick three games every Friday. We're going to do this together. I'm going to tell you what I think. (laughs) And then we're going to pick the opposite. If every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. No one loves Seinfeld, literally including me, more than Bubba does. Bubba. How could we have not seen this sooner? That's the only question I ask. I know. I mean, it's as unbelievable as this is, we dropped the ball. But hey, you know, we can make up for it and just dominate from here on out. So it's okay. We're going to get filthy rich. I've now moved up into second place in the standings in this year-long competition. The week before, having picked what I thought would happen, I went 0-3. So in week two, I went 0-3 by picking with myself. This week, I faded myself. I went 3-0. and Going right to the top. Things are going to change. 
Things are looking up. I got a book and I can suddenly <laughs> I can suddenly pick games. You know, there are so many podcasts out right now. It takes a team of people to bring them together. Whether you're hiring for a podcast or you're for your growing business, one place makes it easy, and that place is ZipRecruiter. And now you can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash greeny. Uh, coming up, we got Nuno's notes, and we will have plenty of time for your calls. Uh, don't call now. I'll make sure that you know when you should call. Plus, I'll make my KOD pick for tonight. Once again, Cowboys, Giants, and then we will pick against me. That's on the way. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. What's going on, Nuno? Not much, Greeny. Nuno is a unique personality. There's just that je ne sais quoi. He puts notes on all of the games into the Google Doc for me. I'm definitely a savant. And I like it. I just enjoy it. Nuno's notes. Ah, sure. Let's do it. All right. So Nuno's got his notes in the Google Doc. They're generally fun. They're worth reading. They're incredibly negative. Let's run through some of them. Ravens Patriots. He writes, imagine being the only reason your team wins games, being the MVP frontrunner, but your organization isn't willing to pay you what you are worth. Lamar Jackson, someone made the analogy. It was Rex this morning, Nuno, to Aaron Judge. That Aaron Judge was offered a lot of money. The team wanted you to know, you the fans, just how much money we offered him. Aaron Judge turned it down, and he's going to double his money. What is Aaron Judge's contract going to be next year, wherever it is that he plays? He's going to make between 40 and $50 million a season, no question. Okay, so, so that means a number that's going to start with a high three, he's going to get like $380 million. Uh, I would set the over-under at like $450 million. $450. All it takes is one owner to decide, I want the face of baseball on my team. So he did that. Now, uh, Lamar Jackson isn't going to get that, but... They're going to have no choice at some point but to give him the Deshaun Watson contract. That's what they're trying desperately not to do, and it's just going to fail. These numbers are just going to keep going up. Other quarterbacks are going to become extension eligible. Joe Burrow is going to get a deal. Justin Herbert's going to get a deal. These numbers are going to keep going up, and the money they could have signed Lamar Jackson for last year is going to wind up looking like a bargain. Signing him for Josh Allen money would have been a bargain. Oh, gosh. And he, I, look, I love it. Personally, I love it. I love that kid. 
and the, the thing I like the most about Lamar Jackson, here's what really rubs me the wrong way. It is perfectly fine to have been wrong about Lamar Jackson coming out. Most people were. Every team in the NFL passed on him, including his own. The Ravens took him with their second first-round pick. They took a different player in the first round that year. They didn't know Lamar Jackson was going to wind up being one of the two or three best players in the whole league, and neither did most people. It is perfectly fine to acknowledge that. What's not right is to continue now trying to find ways to deny it. There's no denying it. This team stinks around him. He's ridiculously good. He has thrown 10 touchdowns, run for two more, and I believe thrown just one interception in three games this year. He's rushed for well over 100 yards in each of the last two. Right now, he's the clear-cut MVP of the league, and if his defense didn't give up a 21-point lead in the fourth quarter last week, we would be doing nothing but talking about his season and that team. If we're going to follow the market... Kyler Murray, with literally zero leverage after his third season, got $190 million guaranteed. Lamar Jackson is probably worth something like twice that. Kyler Murray's not even good. That's correct. Kyler Murray is merely good. Lamar Jackson is great. And um, again, I have zero issue with having been wrong about that. I have an issue with people not willing to acknowledge it. Uh, Let me do a few more games from Nuno's notes. Nuno, um, Titans beat the Raiders, and Nuno writes, at what point... Are we allowed to start wondering about Josh McDaniels? Here's what I will say, and here's another one that, at least as of this moment, I have dead wrong, Noons, because I said I think the Raiders were going to have a really good year, and I'm not willing to write them off yet. They're 0-3. They're the only 0-3 team. They've lost their three games, Nuno, by a combined total of 13 points. They're learning a new offense. They're learning a new system. They're getting The offense looks a little sluggish. I still believe they're going to start getting it a little closer to right, although... It is very hard for me to make that argument right now. Go ahead, News. I think the only thing that's saving them right now is the fact that that division isn't as good as we thought it was going to be. And they have the Broncos and Chiefs right, you know, next two games. So if they somehow can win both of those, yes. Uh, but I just don't see it right now. I don't see it. Let me run through a few more quickly from Nuno on the Bengals beating the Jets. He writes, how many selfish and flat-out stupid penalties can a team take? Because the Giants weren't playing yesterday, Nuno, I'm sure you watched a lot of my Jets yesterday. That was by far the most frustrating thing. It's one thing not to be good. It's another thing to kill yourself with mistakes, drops, throws into coverage, Stupid penalties, terrible, terrible self-inflicted wounds. They're not good enough, Nuno, to overcome that. They're not. And, like, it was those two penalties. uh, And there was on that T. Higgins touchdown, if I'm not mistaken, where instead of going for the tackle, uh, one of the D-backs tries to blow up, uh, you know, go for the spectacular hit. It's just little things that nature. You had Quinnen Williams on the sideline being fired up, uh, going back and forth with one of the coaches. So it was just that. And I heard uh, the guys on ESPN and the uh, radio in New York talk about this. They brought in all these veteran guys and they're the ones that are making the mistakes and that's the concerning part not the most important piece of that team um is that zach wilson comes back this week and they start you start figuring out what the future is going to look like for better or for worse Uh, we haven't even really done much on packers bucks today so let me give you nuno's thoughts he wrote three thoughts one none of these two teams are super bowl contenders two both the quarterbacks look old and frustrated three did Brady forget his bifocals on his nightstand? <laughs> Explain yourself, Nuno. Well, I just 
I know their defense has played well, but I just after watching what the Eagles did, and yes, it was against the Commanders, and then watching these two teams play, and at the same time with the Rams and their struggles, and yes, they won, but Stafford looks off to me. I just felt like <laughs> I can't see one of these teams, either one of these teams, winning the Super Bowl, and then they. How many times did we look and see, you saw the just frustration on both Rodgers and a Brady's face? And then, of course, what happens with that two-point conversion? They, the touchdown, they let the play clock expire, and they gave them that half a second, right? And then they let the cl- uh, play clock expire um, for that, as they go for that two-point conversion. So I'm asking, did Brady forget his bifocals? I asked Danny on TV this morning, is that the quarterback's fault? And he said... Sometimes it is, but in this case, they have so many people on the field that would never be on the field in a situation like that normally that he is willing to say that's really not as much on Brady as it might otherwise be. Here's the one thing I'll say to you. I agree with you on the Packers. I don't think, look, Romeo Dobbs looked nice yesterday. We'll see if they can get Christian Watson back, and if he does anything, Alan Lazard helps, the tackles help, the running backs are good. I, I, I continue to believe they don't have enough offensively to win the Super Bowl. Tampa, I think they will look totally different in November. I mean, in theory, they're going to have Mike Evans back. They're going to have uh, Godwin back. They're going to have, we'll see if they get Gronk. If He's going to call Gronk every single day between now and then. You know that. I think the Bucks are still a team to watch, and their defense is exceptional. But it is hard to argue that watching that game yesterday, either of them looked like Super Bowl teams. All right, let me leave it there for the moment and open it up to your hot takes. My number is 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Greeny, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Once again, the announcement that we made a little earlier today, we have a book coming out. It's called Got Your Number. It'll be available in the spring, but we're going to ask for your help as we go through. Like the number, so, so the way it basically is working is we're going to decide, and by we, I mean me, with Hembo's help, having done all the research, we will write 100 essays. I will write 100 essays assigning each number from 1 through 100 to someone or some people in sports history, and some of them are interesting and kind of difficult to do. For example, we talked about, and some of them will be easy. It would be very difficult to give the number 23 to anyone besides Michael Jordan. <laughs> 99, like, you know, it's unfortunate for you if that was your number because Wayne Gretzky is going to get that number. But we will have some of them that will be fun, like 80 
is a conundrum. 80 is a tough one. Because when you think of the number 80, you think of Jerry Rice, but you also think of the miracle on ice. The 1980 was the miracle on ice, was the American hockey team. So we will have to choose between those because th- those are the kinds of decisions that we will make. At any rate, we've got that there. Um, and, and so that is available now, again, on my Twitter page, at ESPN Greeny. You can start pre-ordering. Again, the book will be available in the spring. So we will have plenty of time to get you set for it. But since we're announcing it today, I'll mention it a few times, and then we'll go on to other business as we go. Your calls are coming up momentarily with hot takes. No one's takes today are hotter than Hembo, who is very much feeling himself because his Eagles are the best team in the NFC. There is no question about it. When we thought about what the Eagles might be this year, I could have only fantasized about how good Jalen Hurts looked because, look, when you have a a team – with a starting quarterback on a rookie contract making a million and a half dollars with a good general manager, you know the roster is going to be absolutely loaded. Think about the Seahawks 10 years ago. What we did not know was whether or not Jalen Hurts would take that next step as a passer, really the only glitch in his game. He has done that in spades. The combination of adding A.J. Brown to this roster with that improvement has made this kid one of the favorites to win the MVP of the league. What he is in much the same way that Josh Allen is, is an organizational success story. They got it right in every way with that kid. Now, first and foremost, he gets the credit. He's put in the work. He's done everything that needed to be done. But they also brought him along at the right pace. They didn't put too much on his plate. They didn't ask him to do things he couldn't do. And then when he was ready, they went out and they got him the dynamic weapon. And A.J. Brown is his, Stefan Diggs. The Eagles are the goods. All right, your call's in 15 seconds. Oh, yeah, that's Rihanna, and she will be playing the Super Bowl this February. Hembo is now feverishly finding out who she is. (laughs) (laughs) True story. Um, She's only one of the biggest and successful, most successful stars in the history of of music. That's who Rihanna is. So anyway, looking forward to that Super Bowl halftime show and looking forward to your call. So we've given you a lot of takes so far today. Now it is time for your hot takes here on this Monday. As you can be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. If you have a hot take from college, I'm good with that. You have a hot take on Aaron Judge, I'm good with that. Let's hear from it. Bubba, who's first? We'll start with Jeff and Queens. All right, Jeff and Queens, you're on ESPN Radio on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Give me a hot take, Jeff. Go. Uh, real quick, we happy Rosh Hashanah. I can't wait to get home and eat some matzo ball soup tonight myself. Uh, my hot take is the Buffalo Bills fans are a bunch of whiny you-know-whats because I've been on the net all morning, and all they're doing is complaining that, oh, they beat us without third strings, oh, blah, 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 this and that. Miami Dolphins have one of the best defenses in the league, and they shut down the mighty Bills, and Javon Holland is the best safety in the league. Thanks a lot, Greedy. You got it, Jeff, and thank you for the kind wishes. Happy New Year to you as well. The, uh, the interesting thing about that is I kind of feel that way too. So you got, you got the Dolphin fan. This is the biggest win the Miami Dolphins have had, I believe, since Marino was their quarterback. And they 100% deserve to revel in it and be excited, and they earned it. No one is taking anything away from them. It does not change the fact that scheduling played into it and injury played into it. You're asking me right now if these two teams play again in January, who do I like? I like Buffalo. But that doesn't take anything away. from The Dolphins got the win they needed. They did it. 
And you know what? Crazy things happen over the course of the NFL season. You know who winds up winning the championship? The team that got the scheduling break that mattered. Like, that's not taking anything away from you. That's how you win. So the Dolphin fan should feel great about him or herself today. The Dolphin should feel great. That coach is excellent. That coach is excellent. That McDaniel is super smart. Needs to shower more regularly. But outside of that, he's super smart. Tua is answering a lot of the questions. I don't know that they're all answered yet, but he's heading in that direction. The defense is good. And that home field advantage in September matters. The schedule did them a huge favor. They got New England and uh, Buffalo in their building in September. That's a big advantage. So revel in it. That's not taking anything away from you. That's pointing out why the Dolphins are the last remaining unbeaten in the AFC. Even I love so, it. it was something of a statistical anomaly. The Bills outgained Miami by 285 yards. The Bills ran 54 plays in opponent territory, and the Dolphins ran 11. They could play that game 100 more times. That's the only one of that kind. The Dolphins also punted a ball directly off their own players behind. Like crazy things happen in football. There's only one stat that matters when the game is over, and that's who had more points. And the Dolphins won. They, they should not be asked to give it back. And the fans should not be asked to give it back. You should be reveling in your success. Lord knows I wish I was. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Let's go to Donovan. Donovan, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Give me a hot take, Donovan. Go. Hey, what's going on, man? My Raiders will finish 11-6, man. All we have to do is utilize Josh Jacobs a lot more. We have to stop going five wide when it's like third and two or inside the ten. And we have to keep our faith in Derek Carr because he kept us alive during the whole, you know what I'm saying, fiasco last season. He took a pay cut the offseason to bring in all this talent. And he converted on 4th and 15 when the game was on the line. Derek Carr is going to do it again, man. Raider Nation, he's going to lead us to the playoffs again, man. All right, Yossi Daniels, give Derek Carr the, get the keys to Carr, man. Let him take over the game, man. All right, just win, baby. Good luck, Donovan. Thank you. I'm not giving up on the Raiders. They've lost three games. You like these kind of stats. They've lost three games by 13 points. Mm. They're three plays away from being 3-0. and Now, again, if ifs and nuts were candies and butts, and then we would all be oh, whatever the hell it is. You know what I mean. The, 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 I always get that expression. There are a few expressions I just never get right. That's one of them. Yes, and then square pegs and round holes. If ifs and butts were candies and nuts, then the whole world would have a Merry Christmas. Is that the- <laughs> you got the first half of that right. I never know what comes after that me part. Me neither. Because they anyway, lose me. The point is they get Denver next week. I think they win that game. Then they go to Kansas City on a Monday night. That's an interesting game. If they should somehow win that, and they always play Kansas City tough. Then they get Houston. They get New Orleans, who is struggling. I'm not writing off the Raiders. Also, the division hasn't run away from them. Like Kansas City's not three and zero. No one is. So there are two games out of first. They've lost three games by 13 points. I am not giving up on the Raiders. Do you know how many teams in the last 20 years have started zero and three to go on to make the playoffs? So you're saying there's a chance? There's one. It was a 2018 Texans. We know that was a bad division at the time. The Raiders aren't making the playoffs. I'm not giving up on them yet, Ugh. Donovan. I'm not giving up on them yet. Bubba, who's next? We got Patrick. Patrick, give me a hot take. Yeah, my hot take is that Lamar Jackson is the best player in football. I argue with people up and down all year last year about that, and they told me I was crazy. That team was depleted. They had no running game. The offensive line was horrible. He got them to 8-3. and three. They got hurt. They never won another game. They finished 8-9. Now, he's playing the best ball of his life. They said he couldn't throw the ball. He's throwing the ball accurately. He's throwing it very well. He's running less, but he's running effectively. I mean, as of right now, he's the league MVP. 
And not only that, he's going to submit it this Sunday when nobody's going to give him a chance to go into Buffalo. I don't even know where they're playing it, but they're going to beat Buffalo Sunday. And he's going to prove that he's the best player in the world. Not best quarterback, but the best player in football. You're not going to, like like uh, 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 R.C. said this morning, you're not going to find nobody in Ireland, Greenland, huh. in Switzerland. You're yep. not going to find nowhere in any land that's going to be better at football than Lamar Jackson. And it's time that the analysts and every football critic give him his props. That game is in Baltimore, by the way. No, there's no argument. I, I mean, there's no argument here. Again, the thing that frustrates me about the coverage of Lamar Jackson is that so many people had it wrong on him, right? There's a kid who won the Heisman when he was 19 years old. He was the MVP of the NFL when he was 22. And because there were people who missed on the evaluation, they don't want to admit they were wrong. So because he doesn't do it exactly the same way that they are traditionally accustomed to seeing it done, they want to pretend it's not happening or they want to find ways to try and discredit it. That's where you're getting it wrong. It's okay to have been wrong on him. Lots of people were. We were all wrong on Jalen Hurts, too. Rather than discredit it, give them credit. Lamar Jackson has made himself into a superstar. Right now, he's unquestionably the MVP of the league. And if he isn't, Jalen Hurts probably is. So, right, he'd be second, right? Who am I forgetting? Who would have uh, Micah Parsons? I mean, let's see what he does Josh tonight. Allen. Uh, Josh Allen can't be the MVP right now yeah, after right. yesterday. It can't happen. So, I mean, no argument. Everything you just said times 10, I agree. And it frustrates me when people, for, for reasons, for motivation of not wanting to acknowledge they were wrong, try to discredit what we are all seeing with our own eyes. Yeah. Think about this sentence or, or, or consecutive sentences. Lamar Jackson leads the NFL in touchdown passes. Lamar Jackson is the NFL's fourth leading rusher. Correct. He, he, he has accounted for 87% of the league's number one offense. He is a singular talent who's going to make half a billion dollars in this next contract. Yeah, I hope so. Again, I mean, I still worry about it. Like, I still worry about him taking that one hit. I don't know what's going to wind up happening with him. But for right now, it is inarguable that he is, uh, he is the MVP frontrunner through three weeks. Give me one more, Bubs. Uh, first of all, Bill Polian is here to explain the correct uh, phrase. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry... Is that the... That, so that's the expression? I'm going to trust Bill on this. I've one. never really fully... I've always had more like... That is the correct expression. I've always had one about... Where did that how, originate? If things were different, my aunt would be my uncle. Like, that's an expression that I know a little better, but I can't say it on the air. I think you all know <laughs> what that one is. Uh, give me one more, Bubs. Go. Last one, let's go to Richard. All right, Richard, finish it up strong. Give me a hot take. Hi, Mike. Mike, yeah. if Aaron Judge hits a home run today, yeah. it will not be the most famous home run on Rosh Hashanah in Yankee history. Okay. Do you know the most famous home run in Yankee history was on Rosh Hashanah? Was Maris's home run on Rosh Hashanah? No, nope. More famous than that. More famous than that was was Bucky Dent's home run on Rosh Hashanah? October 2nd, 1978. It was on a Monday. It was on a day like today. And the reason why I remember it so well, Mike, I've been in high school, college, in uh, uh, elementary school, junior high school in New York City my whole life. Mm -hmm. I was in my first year at dental school at NYU, a few blocks away from where you were at high school at Stuyvesant. And it was the first time I was ever off in school for a Jewish holiday, and I'll never forget that day, October 2nd, Monday, 
1978. Also, Mike, on that day, we couldn't read about it the next day. You know why? Because? We're in the middle of a newspaper strike in New York. Three major newspapers were well, on that strike. that part I don't remember. That's an excellent call. I have to run to a bunch of things. Thank you for the call. Happy New Year to you and to anyone uh, celebrating the Jewish New Year. Th- th- that is an ex- I did not remember. I remember the game. I was a kid. I was 11 years old, and I was a Yankee fan uh, when Bucky Dent hit the home run. So I certainly vividly remember the game. I did not remember that it came on the Jewish holiday. All right, excellent calls. As usual, excellent hot takes. Um, I enjoyed all of them. Meantime, time for our Monday Night Football preview, which is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Bundle today at Progressive.com. The Monday Night game tonight is a huge one for us. It is Nuno's New York Giants, who are unbeaten against Bubba's Dallas Cowboys, who got a real jolt of life from Cooper Rush last week and and what was a surprising win against Cincinnati that I think looks even better after how much better the Bengals looked yesterday. So let us get the preview from you guys. How confident are you, Nuno, in your team tonight? I think they should win, but with this team, with this team and Daniel Jones, I'm still a little shaky uh, on that end. Bubba, how confident are you in your team? Uh, I'm feeling good. Feeling good going in there. We got uh, if, we get, if we execute the same game plan we had last week with Cooper Rush and then splitting the running backs up, the workload there, I think we're going to be good. We, we could win this no problem. Okay. Feeling good. Feeling confident. And that Plus, we got Micah Parsons. We're not even talking about him yet. Now, it is on my screen that he is listed as questionable. I, had, I was not, not previously aware. Maybe we don't have Micah Parsons. <laughs> if we don't have Micah Parsons, that makes a big difference. And he's, he's like. Yeah, that's a problem. I mean, you're, you're already without Dak. If you're without Micah Parsons, you're without your two best players. Um, so we'll see what happens tonight. I, he's listed as. I feel like if he was not expected to play, I'd know if that. He has indicated himself that he would play, but that's what you'd expect him to say. Yeah, yeah well, he's out here tweeting the, he's a gamer. Uh, the uh, Jordan flu, gi- uh, flu game gif and things of that nature. He's uh-huh. just trying to make a big deal about it, that type of thing. Okay, yeah. He's going to absolutely destroy Andrew Thomas and Evan Neal tonight. Let me not? ask you a question, Nuno. Who. What would make you more upset? The fact that the Eagles are so good, or if your Cowboys, or the Cowboys, beat your Giants tonight in your building to knock you from the ranks of the unbeaten? I think losing to the Cowboys is because, worse. Yeah, because the Cowboy fan, right? Like, and not bu- not Bubba per se, but there's a there's a section or a like of Cowboy fans, especially those guys that grew up in New Jersey that somehow became fans of the uh, quote-unquote America's team. Uh, like, but like Bubba is guys. from Connecticut. What are you talking about? He is from Connecticut, and he's wearing a Micah Parsons jersey yeah, for crying out nice. loud. Yeah. I mean, the Patriots almost moved to your town once yeah. upon a time. They should have. They, they, they were going to play worst. in Hartford. The you have the worst. Patriots an hour from you. You have the Jets and Giants two hours from you where you grew up, and you're a Cowboy fan God. because, in my, well, at least in my youth, that's how everything went. Like all these people in my neighborhood, I grew up in New York. There were three groups of fans. There were Jet fans. There were, well, no, let me, in this order, there were Giant fans, there were Jet fans, and there were Cowboy fans. And that's the way it was. And, and that I was around for the beginning of that. The America's team, the Landry, the cheerleaders, that's where it all came from. And they wrapped up Bubba in all of it. Ugh. In the meantime, I got to make my pick. And once again, hashtag KOD. The Kiss of Death. I was 3-0 and this past week on my Kiss of Death picks because I did the opposite. Because my instinct is always wrong. If every instinct you have is wrong, 
then the opposite would have to be right. So I'm going to make it very clear. What is the line tonight? Uh, the Giants are a one-point favorite. What is Vegas telling us? I, want, I don't want to influence your gut at all. I want you to my go with gut is, my gut is that the Cowboys win tonight. I like the Cowboys in this game. I don't think the Giants are as good as their record, and I think the Cowboys are better than everyone is making them out to be. So my my gut tells me that the Cowboys are going to win tonight, which means I think I should pick the Giants. You should pick the Giants. And what what is the public saying? The public's actually about 50-50 No on the lean. Game. There's no lean. Okay, so this is a lock. I am the official <laughs> pick is the Giants um, because Th- that uh, is the opposite of what I think is going to happen. Once again, I picked against myself. I, here, this is what the next level of this. You got to fade yourself. Mm. When you're always wrong, the opposite has to be right. So I am now fading myself. I'm betting against me. If I had done that in the playoffs, the NFL playoffs of the year 2000, I would have made a million dollars. I could have bet. I could have bet a hundred dollars on the first playoff game and let it ride. And I would have won a, a million dollars at least by just betting against what I thought was going to happen. So I, I think that right now the Giants are a lock because I like Dallas. What do they have in Vegas? Like that walk of stars, right? The people that like built the city. Yeah. Like you deserve one. Like you, you yourself built that. They city. got a picture of me right there, right <laughs> next to the Sands. I don't even know. I, right next to Caesars. I'm just trying right next to a guy in a toga. I will right, we'll see you tomorrow. Green on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.